Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. church I want you to be Christians say amen to that God's picture of a family is not children asking daddy all the time no it's more relational than begging this is how you test listen this is how you test the authenticity of a Christian assembly. There is worship. When it is mis multitudes, there is asking. Plenty asking. This one want this. This one want that. This one. And they think they are giving testimonies. When God is with his family, there is communion. Not talking. What do you think Moses was doing with God on the mountain? Oh God, give me school fees for my child. And my wife, the wife I brought from the wilderness is looking for lease. No, 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 no. How is it then your father? It is fallen fathers of a fallen race who are raising children like that. 
they have to go to them for things but not our heavenly father the bible says that he knows even before you ask that's christianity or else what is the meaning of come unto me all you that labor in heaven i will give you rest our prayer meetings doesn't show that we are resting look at the rest of worship right now where did your burdens go because god is telling you that i'm taking care of it just focus and worship me focus but you don't want that one heavy duty time of activity then you know that yes i've sorted some things out you the lord is my shepherd i shall not want let god be god the father seeketh such not to be bombarding him with requests he seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth that's christianity not all these multitudes, you know, and they think they are, they, are, they, are, they are doing something. The aberration of the Christian life is this mixed multitudes who have come in. Calm down. You know, before I descended, the Spirit of God was hovering over me. And I'm not surprised that I'm saying all that I'm saying. That let the people know that I'm in charge of their lives. They should settle down. And when you pray, pray proper prayers. From that, because you know your, your kid is settled. So now you are talking about important things. Look at Abraham praying. You are discussing a, a nation with God. What a man. Huh? Not pocket-sized prayer. Nation-sized prayer. That is how you know that you have arrived in the course of heaven. To talk business with the big God who talk about big things, not small, small things. Until you forget about your meals. Oh, yes, because you, you are caught up with Him, you are gone in worship and in wonder as you behold His face, you are singing, What a faithful God you are. May the spirit of worship be revived in you. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You won't act like a needy Christian whose God cannot be found and has to be screaming like the prophets of Baal for attention. No! You may be lifting your hands in prayer, but really in the spirit, your hands are in your pocket. And you are talking to God. In the spirit. Praise God. When you, when you, when you are like that in worship, you will have authority in prayer. God trains you in worship to have authority in prayer. You will pray with authority. You will decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. Because you behold the face of the Father, you just get up and you are like, in the name of Jesus. And you are just directing decrees all over the place. You won't panic again. Look, supernatural 2022. I won't allow you, I won't waste your time. Just come here. I will speak God's word to your life. Oh, yes. I will speak. I will do what? There will be Genesis chapter 1 on the first day. Genesis chapter 2 on the second day. And the rest of it from Genesis chapter 3, Sunday to Revelation chapter 22. Heaven will come into your soul. Relax. Relax. What I have is greater than what Ezekiel had by the grace of God. The least in the kingdom is greater than Ezekiel. Ezekiel prophesied and dry bones came and so what? Greater works than this shall lead Because I go unto my father. Don't, don't be afraid. Tonight I'm talking to you about overcoming the enemies of growing up. So that you will live a sane 
life. Life free of interferences. Enemy interferences in your soaring. After knowing the, the, the direction of our growth and knowing the dimensions of our growth which is love we do well in love and we do worse outside of love anything you do outside of love you do it worse you don't pray well you get everything wrong you don't raise people well you condemn people you 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 you, you don't contribute to the build-up of people's lives you see there, there is so much to learn in in church so much how do you think we, there, there's the bible so much to learn paul the apostle said you have not learned christ so much to learn so much they come and learn of me you increase rest by learning you increase your rest in god by learning therefore place yourself in god's love and place others in love to see them grow to your own surprise like him the destination of growth that is what the world is waiting for manifestations of the sons of god what is the problem with the world self lust greed prejudice discrimination they are not like christ and so the pain in in lives the, the pain in families the pain in nations they don't have christ the way to solve family problem is to appeal to people to become like christ the way to solve marriage problems is we need christ in the woman and christ in the man that is the end of divorce The way to bring justice in society, equity, fairness, let there be Christ. Let there be Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Pay attention to these things because they are your life and your glory. Overcoming the enemies of growing up. In growing up and in building up we should not only be mindful of the positive factors but also of the negative things that can hinder our growth and destroy our building we should always live in that balance not so that we will be afraid but so that we will solve because in life your Christian life and in life in general you push your faith into all aspects of your life push it push the faith push it into all aspects of of your life push it into your business life it's not enough for people to have degrees push it into your married life that's why you have no business marrying a non-believer in the name of Allah the person no, faith is supposed to take over everything. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And we want, we want, if we want to do well, which we must, God has placed us on this planet to do well. Amen. Amen. To do well. Earth it's not meant for low living and heaven for high living or else jesus wouldn't have taught us to pray that will be done on earth as it is as far as the mind of god is concerned god our savior will have all men to be saved he want heaven to meet us here if only you allow that's why everything in heaven is coming down jesus came down from there holy spirit came down from there he gave gifts unto me everything comes from there every good and perfect gift come from above and from the father of light with whom there is no variableness no shadow of ten 
so in life you grow by encouraging the positives and starving the negatives that is how to live life is not complex just just do these two things wake up every day what do i starve and what do i feed and we need to do both together and do them with the same diligence attack the positive with diligence same diligence and the negative with the same diligence the diligence to make heaven must be the same diligence applied to escape hell that makes sense the diligence to succeed must be the same as the diligence applied to escape failure you want to take a child out of the hands of a bully the diligence is equal to push the bully away and to take that child away from the bully songs of solomon chapter 2 the verse number 15 songs of solomon 2 15 overcoming the enemies of growing up of our soaring soaring the way up overcoming the enemies of growing up songs of solomon 2 the verse number 15 take us the foxes who are they these are enemies they are not part of the vineyard the little foxes that spoil you see that they spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes then when you come to first peter chapter 2 verse 1 a chapter that begins with an exhortation on spiritual growth wherefore laying aside all malice don't let listen don't let a tinge of malice that means malice belong to the family of bitterness and hatred don't let it in your life don't allow it and when you make up your mind that you don't allow it that is when the devil will also orchestrate things to you know you will send the enemies he will make you to go mad but you are not going mad because you have the mind of christ see there is none of the 12 that jesus did not love including judas if you don't like somebody the question you will not you the, the, the question to ask the person is not judas do you betray the son of man with a kiss no you would you would tell him wicked man ungrateful you release all the words from the hebrew dictionary against judas for him to understand that if you don't meet him again you have told him your mind but jesus gentle jesus make a man i found somebody who was mocking that statement you know where it came from when people write these hymns that are full of the life of god are not afraid you want to bring this your new age songs which means nothing oh jesus gentle jesus make a mild you know then it just rubbish it today he's something else don't bring your mockery and your pomposity to the holiest let jesus be jesus he was meek and mild he is meek and mild he shall be meek and mild for i am meek and lonely in heart we don't need mature husbands in the church we need jesus husbands we don't need macho managers and directors we don't need no book look at the distance between jesus and Nebuchadnezzar. what is the comparison jesus and and pharaoh So away with malice whatever listen whatever you see in god's will make it your resolve to do it you'll be the loser for it if you don't do it there for every word of god there is a blessing if you do it for every word of god there is a blessing therefore lay aside all malice all guile that's deception don't have anything to do with it don't be a scammer 
in the church scamming people you will suffer for it all deceivers should take note there is something called deceiving and being deceived it belongs to their industry all deceivers you don't deceive anybody and hypocrisies there are plenty diversities of hypocrisy some are hypocritical with their body language some are hypocritical in words some are hypocritical in you know all kinds of stuff and envies these are gang a gang up against soaring they will bring it up forget about witches and wizards forget african theology except they appeal to witches and wizards they have not they didn't preach or come to church look at your witches these are your witches look at it look at your witches say my witches yeah these are the real witches from your hometown you have no idea the kind you know paul paul picked with the spiritual antenna not witches and wizards he picked the highest of wicked beings what are you talking about principalities and powers thrones and dominion you are talking about a witch that is how pale your christianity is very anemic leave that place it's a disgrace so these things and evil speakings evil speakings evil speakings and evil hearing discipline yourself and win yourself from certain things i won't listen to this i i am in charge of me i will not listen i will not listen to dirty talk i will not listen to gossip i will not listen to slander i will not listen to profanity i will not listen don't be afraid of people tell them to the face i'm not going to listen you have your ears i have my ears i want you to know i'm not going to listen to what you are saying check out of here you see when you live like that you will be surprised the image i showed you of a rocket going up you will shoot in the skies how come jesus is exalted he is free of all these things that jesus is free absolutely the prince of this world cometh, and he has none of these things in me so the apostle peter they learned it from christ and they were passing it on to the saints that you want to soar you want to go as high as christ this is the way take as the little foxes that spoil the man for our vine has tender grapes the enemies of growing up these are common enemies that can hinder an individual a family and a church oh yes negative emotions wrong mindset mental programming things that exalt itself against the knowledge of god what is god saying about you and what are, what are those things saying about you where do you settle yourself and your case it is important we know them and overcome them in order to solve these are spiritual personal environmental and cultural limitations to our sorrow our contest sometimes help these things they 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 uh, 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 make it easier to contract them to be infected with them you come from a better society a better home broken home and people are fighting and then you are you, you are you are soaking those things like a sponge environmental and we're christian and that is what is guiding your prayers your victory is for an auntie to die look at you 
if we are going to be successful christians we must go as far as the faith don't stop anywhere go as far come to first peter 2 1 go far we must allow the faith to affect everything about us it must affect us spiritually it must affect us personally don't say this is my upbringing it must affect us environmentally it must affect us culturally we need to know what to change from so we're looking at this message in a broad sense whilst we make the honest personal application to our lives make an application to your own life god is talking to you amen, amen. number one the enemy of growing up and the, the 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 agenda is overcoming them not just knowing them number one is compromise you see when you when you double in all these things it's a compromise of faith what is compromise it's a step below standard compromise is the fastest route to stagnation and retrogression fastest you you will reverse easily in life you will be stopped compromise is stepping down in god's demands on your life so god is saying lay aside but no i have to sort i have to sort people out so it's stepping down in god's demands on your life it could be a step down from righteousness to sin you know there are people they say oh i mean they, they can declare that i'm going to do this after that i will come and ask for forgiveness from god god is not that cheap but it's what happened to samson samson's life would have seemed greater than what he saw maybe there could have been more chapters to samson's life but it ended somewhere in a sports stadium with philistine spectators proverbs chapter 14 verse 34 it's a scripture that we use in relation to nations but it applied to our lives as well proverbs chapter 14 the verse number 34 righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people compromise that the word reproach is retrogression stagnation and retro a setback not a soaring but a sinking may you not sink sometimes listen compromise it may also not be necessarily an act of sin we are talking about growing up so you have grown out of that thank god but this time around it is a lazy concession to who you could become compromise a lazy concession you have conceded instead of becoming god wants to become like this but you have conceded to become like that it's a compromise oh i'm a holy man I'm, but it's a compromise it's below standard when god calls you to be something that you are not it is compromise so paul told Archippus, take you to the ministry of receive a lot of that you fulfill it why because it could be that he was compromising his life not by doing something wrong but by not living up to the fullness of god's expectation for him now at the end of the day when you live that way you have a lower version of you instead of the highest version of you that god could ever produce by his grace a lower version of you instead of a higher version may we all become higher versions of us jesus grew in wisdom in knowledge in stature in spirit higher version there was nothing left of jesus at the time he died he was fully christ everything he said all the things written me has and concerning me has an end he lived in fulfillment of everything life can be lived that way listen life can be lived that way when you read the book and you finish reading it can't you see i finished reading it your life is a book you can exhaust the potentials by the grace of god you can you can and today we are bringing the enemy so that we will slay all of them by the grace of god there are good christians who are caught in the in that state they don't know it is an enemy of their growth and building up oh i don't do anything wrong you see but the good 
is the enemy of the best the better so you are a good person when you could be a better person how many of you want to be better amen you are a good wife but you can be a better wife what about that that is what we're talking about don't compromise for if god blesses you and you live 50 years from the day of your marriage maybe you, you will never be unfaithful to your husband or husband faithful to the wife you, did, you don't know how to do that thing that is good but can't you be better is that all you can achieve maybe you are a pastor preaching every sunday wednesday whatever is that all is good can't there be more can't you expand and enlarge yourself you come to church every day is that all that's good punctual regular you know some people that are even below good amen and you have a pastor here who loves you and the proof of that love is not some sentimental show you know come on you know just giving you some nice words and putting my hands in your in my finger rubbing it in. i have no business doing that what i'm here to do is to speak the truth to you with every fiber of my being that is what will help you so that you can come up and be blessed praise god god thinks more about you than you think about yourself and it is likely that a man of god who is worth his salt he thinks more about you than you think about your life that is why they warn you when you are going the wrong way because you don't think about your life that much so he is the one to say hey no 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 and you are saying no yes 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 beware of compromise number two is cowardice know your enemies and overcome them to growing up to excelling to soaring cowardice this is the gideon syndrome and the case of timothy they were in the lives of some saints in the bible they can find their way into your life why is fear an issue because it immobilizes the victim it paralyzes action you can't move it freezes you fear never makes a man rise up to do what he ought to do and become what he can become there's a wrong version of keeping it there you never rise you are just there proverbs 29 25 proverbs chapter 29 the verse number 25 the fear of man the fear of man the fear of man what do people think about me how can you live that low thinking about what people are thinking about you that is why god has made you in such a way that you cannot see what somebody is thinking so that you will not be thinking about what they are thinking the fear of man bringeth a snare but whoso put his trust in the lord confidence shall be safe we need to do away with any form of ungodly fear for instance the fear of man like we've read about here fear of my past fear of the present fear of the future everything afraid afraid of cockroach afraid of mice afraid of everything you are afraid afraid of what tomorrow will bring afraid of what tomorrow will not bring it will keep you from going forward it is not a plus or a credit that oh ask for me i'm cautious no you are afraid you are a coward it happened to the 10 spies moses sent to see the promised land the record is here people like us you see if the bible had not been written at the time it was written the same thing will god will put the same test to us so their story is our story because god is eternal it does not change there's nothing that would have changed in this book in 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 terms of its message the revelation if it was written at any time but god in his wisdom knew that this is the time to do what i have to do and all the rest of us now have to learn from it the fear of the lord is the only fear you should have that one will push you up that's the difference between that and the rest 
it's a healthy fear proverbs chapter 14 the verse number 26 proverbs 14 26 in the fear of the lord is strong confidence you see the fear of man brings a snare but in the fear of the law is what kind of confidence what kind of confidence strong confidence no you are not a coward anymore and his children shall have a place of refuge that's the only fear you must have the only fear the only fear check your fears if you have more than the fear of god you are harboring an enemy it will hinder you from progress from success and from sorrow isaiah chapter 8 from the verse number 9 isaiah 8 9 associate yourselves all ye people and ye shall be broken in pieces i told you this afternoon don't worry about anything visible or invisible trying to fight your sorrow they are wasting their time if you catch this word of god today they are wasting their time you have succeeded already all ye people and it shall be broken in pieces and give ye all ye of far countries get yourselves and it shall be broken in pieces get yourselves and it shall be broken in pieces three times take counsel together And it shall come to naught. Just one witch has sent you a message and you are threatened. Just one witch. Look at it. It's a counsel. Take counsel together. When people bring you bad news, ask them how many were you? I want to find out. And when they tell you, even though it's about five people, you say that you are too small. Go and increase the number. Take counsel together. I found the word. Amen. Take counsel together and it shall come to naught, nothing, zero. Speak the word and it shall not stand. Speak it in the shrine, it will not stand. Speak it in upon water, it will not stand. For God is with us. Paul read this. The revelations they came up with did not fall from heaven, you know, like something. It didn't have roots or antecedents no paul might have read this one if you have a good bible you see that it will reference you to that if god be for us who can be against us for the lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that i should not walk in the way of these people what is the way of these people fear don't walk in the fear of your your, your countrymen say ye not don't say it padlock your mouth we are spiritual people understand the dynamics of your walk and live according to it without discipline or else you will contract what they are contracting say ye not a confederacy to all of them to whom these people shall say a confederacy neither fear ye their fear it is their fear i have the fear of god a healthy fear the fear of god never gives me hypertension no way it comes my nerves can you say amen the fear of god never makes me miss a heartbeat no 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 fear of god when i wake up in the night no matter what i dreamt coffin plus grief plus a dead body I will fear oh it is your fear amen it is your fear sanctify the lord of hosts himself he said set god apart he said check the fears throw all the bad ones away and set the fear of god apart and let him be your fear and let him be your dread you understand that word dread let god be your all and that means that Every, there's nothing that you fear the most common of god's word to his people is fear not the most common think about it not even be holy the commonness in the bible is not be holy, be holy no it is fear not 
the command to fear not is more than all other commands of god to his people why because without that you are not ready for any other command you will be too afraid to listen to any command you will faint or you will fall to whatever you are afraid of before you hear the next command so he tells you fear not god is intelligent repetition means emphasis that god should say fear not fear not more than be holy to others but fear will remove that revelation 2 verse 8 and unto the angel of the church in smile right these things say the first and the last which was dead and is alive i know that works and tribulation and poverty oh but i like the parenthesis but thou art rich say amen thou art rich thou art rich lord i don't, I don't have this no you are rich rich and i know the blasphemy jesus is telling you things he knows he's saying you are rich because you are faithful i know the blasphemy of them which say they are jews and are not but at the synagogue of satan fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer behold the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried and this love tribulation 10 days be thou faithful unto death so to be faithful you have to be fearless the fearful will be unholy that's unfaithfulness the fearful will be treacherous fear makes a man unfit for all that god has to say we hear god in faith we obey god by faith you need that courageous spirit to take your inheritance in christ the same way joshua needed good courage to take the promised land a weak and a doubtful spirit will give up too much and too soon you will give up too much just too much because of fear you need spiritual boldness for destiny be emboldened today if you get up in boldness the enemy will fold up in fear for you you will exchange position he will be he will take the seat of fear and you will take the seat of courage and intimidate him the enemy knows who he is afraid of may he know that he is afraid of you when you go to sleep sleep with courage when you are dreaming in the sleep dream with courage when you wake up in the morning wake up with courage i mean when you are dreaming you just wake up you say, ah, but what kind of dream is that come on away devil then you continue sleeping in courage walk out with courage when you wake up with courage go out with this is this is christianity you are not only courageous on prayer grounds and timid the rest of the hours every hour must be sanctified to the lord do business with courage come in with courage after you have done the day's business when we close go home with courage do everything by courage giving no room for fear all may desire to saw who doesn't want to saw but not all have the courage for it we buy our ticket for soaring with courage when you go to the desk and say i want a ticket to soar it is courage that you use to buy that ticket you need courage to get into the skies of your life flying not walking but flying is courageous business so mark that enemy called cowardice and be courageous you will be courageous number three is complacency complacency is the voluntary action and position of it is enough voluntary action and position that you have taken like a debate how is it that how is that an enemy it is an enemy because you have just taken just a percentage of your destiny 
That's complacency. Instead of 100%, you are taking just a percentage. Meanwhile, God has greater plans for you. Second Kings chapter 2. Second Kings chapter 2. There is something to learn from this passage. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for instruction in righteousness. It is a righteous thing to excel, to soar in life. I will soar. I am soaring on eagle's wings. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 13 from verse 12. And the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did and his might wherewith he fought against Amaziah, king of Judah. Life is records, material records. What you did and what you did not do. The books were open. Another books were open. And what was that? The works. And are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Joash slept with his fathers. And Jeroboam sat upon his throne. And Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elisha was falling sick of a sickness whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof, whatever you sow, you reap. Elisha sowed Anna. So by this time he was reaping Anna. The same thing he said concerning Elijah. This man was saying about him. If you are observant enough in your little life, you will see that all the fruits of your life are the seeds you have sown. Plus a little more. Whether good or bad. <laughs> oh yes. May the Lord help us to sow right seeds. It's not, it's not about money. Your actions. Sometimes the exact words you use on people is what they will use on you. You'll be surprised. If you are not telling people they are beautiful, forget. People will not be telling you that. If you are not an encourager, you will not be encouraged. It's the good measure with which you met to others that shall be given to you. Life is in that cycle so that it will be fulfilled. The golden rule, do unto others. What do you want others to do unto you? Very golden. Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. It's a prophet with prophetic actions. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. May you identify the person who can put his hand on your hands so that you can shoot in life. That is your mentor that is a father in the lord there's somebody sometimes it is a husband to a wife sometimes it is a wife to the husband because he's also a helper and a head of grace it's people who help you do something and in this church i see helpers 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 helping us to shoot arrows against our enemies financial helpers talented helpers prayerful helpers all kind of helpers encouraging onesimus kind of helpers onesimus means refreshment they refresh often they are not pouring hot water on people and he put his hand upon it and elijah put his hands upon the king's hands and he said open the window eastward and he opened and elijah said shoot and he shot and he said the arrow of the lord deliverance now, when you hear arrow of the Lord deliver, you should shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. It didn't say that this one it will kill you. Arrows of the Lord, really? The more fire. And the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Africa till thou have consumed them. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, Smile upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. See, the Bible put it there for an instruction. And he stayed he stopped the man did not tell him to stop and the man of god was rough with him angry and said thou shouldest have smitten five or six times at least then hast thou smitten syria till thou hast consumed it whereas now thou shalt smite syria but thrice look at that he has left some work for some people to come and do complacence one distinguishing quality of apostle paul was his constant and forward approach to his life's calling. 
don't just explain success of these giants in some spiritual terms that we, doesn't make sense it's like holy ghost came and then when he where he was going my friend there was a quality of constant forward approach you have the same holy ghost but you don't have the same results you know why because there is no constant forward approach you are complacent you are reclined speaking in tongues is your highest since you spoke in tongues you have never interpreted one and yet you are happy and clapping no gift of the spirit anywhere around your life yet the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with that you are comfortably sitting down in water baptism <laughs> enjoying life <laughs> I, I, I am saved and water baptized be there ice water baptized on top of it paul was always pressing on paul was listen paul was strive and strike that's paul success belong to people like that paul would dig and stick he stick to things he doesn't give up he never felt something was enough if not for some of these people false doctrines would have overtaken the church but not in the presence of paul he fought them left right center galatians he said that we gave them no space no not for an hour oh yes because the man knew how to go all out he never felt nothing was enough never that's why a christian should be successful in anything because this must be your dna this must be the quality of your life you don't know how to give up you sit for exams you pass you go into marriage i don't work out it will work in the name of jesus that's it not no complacency you don't you don't say you know I, 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 you you keep on succeeding no it's, it's not it's it's not out of place to say that god has blessed me with this i want to have there are some things you can have more than one like a wife no matter how it is you have to stay with the person but maybe god bless you with the house who's who said that you can't have one more for the right reasons i don't know people that we can we can put in, in, into houses people who don't have places to stay but you you are happy you have not even built you are happy that you have a flat a flat no wonder you it is flat <laughs> i mean happy over nothing complacent complacent you are boasting in a suit a suit that's why i don't want to go anywhere that's why i want to so my suit live on small planning small thinking small living paul never felt that nothing was enough nothing absolutely nothing if paul had a wife i tell you he would drag that wife oh the woman will know he has married paul no one i did not marry i mean no complacency anywhere his children will feel it that we are we are all going <laughs> he didn't feel his knowledge of jesus was enough he didn't feel by his accomplishments in ministry though they were very great he didn't feel it was enough it's on record philippians chapter 3 complacency it will keep you from soaring philippians chapter 3 from the verse number 12 not as though i had already attained paul you've had a lot of epistles to your name by now what are you waiting for no no no, no. i have not attained either we're already perfect but i follow after that's it what is complacency is not to follow after not to be complacent is to follow after if that i may apprehend that for which also i'm apprehended of christ jesus look at that what he's saying is that i want everything jesus saved me for everything <laughs> brethren i can't know myself to have apprehended because people were thinking that this is a celebrity let's clap for him now he's, a, he's an apostle emeritus no more this rigorous you know up and down enough paul he said no 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 i can't know myself apprehended but this one thing i do i'm sorry 
<laughs> I forget those things which are behind me. Both the successes and the failures, I forget. Those who have betrayed me, those who have supported me, I forget. And I reach forth. Six more months to go this year. We are reaching forth. I said we are reaching forth. We are reaching forth. We, we will win souls. Amen. No complacency. We will be missionary. Amen. No complacency. Everything God has given us with the exception of things we can't have more than one. We are going to have more and more. In Jesus name. Lastly, last but one actually, confusion. Confusion. When confusion, so be checking your life against these enemies. When a coach is sending his people to the field, he tells them, mark this guy. See, they can, if you are a very good person, they can mark you and get some of the ball to play. Then you know that, yes, you are an enemy of the team and they don't like you. That's exactly what you must do. Practical Christianity. When confusion enters a life, a family or a church, there will be hardly any growth or building up. When you see that there's a confusion on a site of building, so that the, the, the construction ceases. That's, that's the cost of confusion. It's an enemy. Confusion ended the building of the Tower of Babel. God is not the author of confusion, but he knew the right enemy to stop the project. So he sent it. He allowed it. He, God can control everything. The devil even works for, for, for God. Everything is God's assistance. Except he doesn't want to use it. But he will call for it against you if he wants it, including fire. So when there is confusion, it ends good things in life, family, and the church. When you are confused about decisions of life, you don't progress. Think about it. You'll just be there. Therefore, you must deal with confusion. You need clarity for progress. Clarity is an enemy to be confused. The enemy is the one who brings confusion into your life. Anytime you, you, you see, you, you, you feel, I'm confused, I'm confused, know that there is, this is enemy at work. The Bible says Jesus himself knew what to do. The thing about spiritual men is that they know what to do. So they are not confused. The, one of the finest quality of spirituality is the absence of confusion. Spiritual men don't walk the realm of confusion, the realm of darkness unable to decide unable to know things and how do you deal with it by the entrance of god's word the entrance of the word you better don't play with this word of god don't go around shopping for a word you have a word for me you have a word for me they will confuse you more I have a word for you oh yes i have a word of word for you like somebody or just you know threatening somebody he said can you have a word for me you're so desperate say yeah god say you will die tomorrow so that's what you want Check the word of God. It will speak against you. It will speak for you. Can you say amen? amen. Where, it, where you must make amends, you do it. In all humility. Then you move on. Confusion. Psalm 119 verse 130. The entrance of his word gives light. 119105. He said, thy word is a lamp to my feet, a lamp unto my path. But it's how to overcome confusion. By the word of God. And by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, who never goes against the Holy Scriptures, but always affirms and confirms it. Praise God. The Holy Spirit will never sign any check which is not Holy Scriptures. He only signs appendix signature to the Word of God. Because the Word is Christ and He bears witness of Christ. Finally, connections. What is connection? Your enemy called connection. Connection refers to your relationships. Relationship can be a friend or a foe. Think about it. It's not everybody who comes into your life that is there for the good. Some are there to, der to derail you and even destroy you, like Delilah. How is Delilah's Samson's vampire? No. Jehoshaphat and Ahab. Jehoshaphat was nearly killed. Can two walk together except they be agreed? 
you must watch your connections the way up is to move up with the right people right people how do you know the right people the word second timothy 2 verse 2 the right people are not people with beautiful faces second timothy 2 22 uh, sorry yes 2 22 flee also useful last but follow righteousness this is your yastic for connection righteous people amen when you begin to sniff this guy is not for real especially those who want to marry it's not for real he is lying through his teeth or doing diplomatic lies follow righteousness there is this girl in his in, in, in his life when you ask him questions and then he's giving you you know north south east and west anybody you do a lot of meeting on or with over unresolved issues lot of meeting pending 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 righteousness is not like that check out so follow righteousness righteousness is a smooth path faith people who they encourage you how can you be working with people who they don't encourage you they are always discouraging you i don't ask the way i see you i don't think you will do well <laughs> i mean how do you what do you mean <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> i mean they, they discourage you no faith no love they don't share what they have they keep what they have no they are not anytime they leave you you are confused no peace you say you want to do this when you discuss with him can you pray with me over this sister oh confusion you you, you the sisters will become seven before he came there were only one person you were considering and moving on by the time he left he has added six to them and now you are confused you want to do a project say no it is in the bush who will go and stay in the bush he says watch distance and people like that disconnect and rather follow people connect with people who are this way and they call on the lord out of a pure heart listen to me the best connection you can have is somebody who is sincere the best connection sincere people what is the problem with somebody who is disloyal unfaithful treacherous traitor he's not sincere they cause the greatest pain in life solomon said they are like a dislocation of a bone very painful it's painful than headache your, your bone is dislocated because a guy is not sincere sincerity in the apostles language is a pure amen a pure heart that's what i long for when you are working with people like that you are safe because they tell you as it is they don't hide things from you they don't encourage you to a fall unfortunately people don't want people who are sincere no they want people who tell them lies special advices of delusion what do you think about this one <laughs> it is good and it is very bad <laughs> the way up is to move with the right people you will move with the right people a lot of people had no intention to destroy their lives until they met someone but you will meet the right people i'm blessing you with the word of god you will meet the right people because our connections matter to our soaring may the lord help us and he has helped us to overcome these enemies stand on your feet all these are enemies that are not remote they are very 
your connections are not far away. It's not like someone you can't identify. They are, they are around you. Just receive discernment to spot them. Father, I receive grace to overcome all these five enemies of my growing up. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, come on, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. I receive grace. I receive grace. Come on, receive grace. Receive grace. To be an overcomer of all these enemies of our growth. To overcome compromise, cowardice, complacency, confusion, and the error of connections. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. See after me in the name of Jesus. I overcome all these enemies. My path is clear. My way is clear. My skies are clear. To my highest heights. I am soaring. Because I'm an overcomer. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Maybe when you go home, you want to sit down and look at them very well. Say, one, two, three, four, five. Point number three. You, 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 are, you, are, you, are, you are very stubborn. You are all enemies, but you ask for you, I've brought your face. I'm going to deal with you. Sit down. Cowardice. Complacency. How did you them? Look at all those things and deal with them. Because you have the power and the grace to deal with them. Be seated. Let's take our offering as we close. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.